All right, you ready? Let's go. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for waking me up. Let's go. Oh, man, I am trying out a new uh, mic system. I told myself I wouldn't uh, buy a, a new podcast mic until I had, uh, this morning I said 100 episodes. <laughs> like last week I said 10 episodes and maybe this this time I'll do 100. And sorry, I have mad allergies right now. Um, so I've got my Zyrtec in the car, I took my Flonase and... Uh, we're going to try to make it through. I don't even know if I'm going to use this podcast, but I literally have my lav mic. I just buckled my seatbelt. I don't know if you heard, and uh, we're going. But anyways, welcome to the second episode of the Living Person Podcast, the podcast where you can get your daily dose of positivity, inspiration, motivation, wisdom, and uh, everything that you need to become the best version of yourself. My name is Terrell. I'm your host. Um, without further ado, I wanted to get into um, the difference between mindfulness and prayer, at least just like my um, initial thoughts on it. So when I was teaching meditation and prayer at St. Edward High School, Catholic all-boys high school, sophomores, I introduced um, meditation and prayer like this. I had them do an activity, and I called it something like the 525 activity. Okay. So what I told them to do was, and I told them that they could follow me, follow me and join me in this, is that I wanted them to take a deep breath in for five seconds, right? So one, two, three, four, five, okay? So, and that's a, that's a long breath, but if you, we'll do this together. But, and then I said, take a deep breath in for five seconds and then hold it for two with your eyes closed and then exhale for five. Okay, don't do it yet, but that's what I would have them do. I had a uh, spiritual mentor of sorts teach me this about meditation. And he said that if you take a deep breath in for five seconds, hold it for two, and then release it, exhale for five seconds, your body has no other you know, phys- physiological response other than to feel calm, okay? When you breathe in this way, breathe deeply and intentionally and in a focused way, your body has no other physiological response other than to feel calm. Okay, now the calmness might only last for a couple seconds or maybe one second. Or if you get really good at this, maybe the calmness will last uh, five minutes or 10 minutes. But that's why, um, you know, in yoga they call it a practice. Um, And in breathing, we practice. Because everybody has it, but some people are better at it than others. So yes, when you are feeling stressed or when you are feeling anxious, you have the ability, the capability to feel calm, to reclaim that calmness and that peace simply by breathing. And you can try this exercise of five, two, five. Okay, let's try it right now. All right, ready. So I, I, what I tell my, what I, what I would tell my high school students to do is like, okay, just take some breaths and prep, prep for this. Okay, so take a deep, take a, take a normal deep breath in, and then we'll do our five, two, five. So start breathing, and then ready. Take a deep breath in for five seconds. 
Hold it for two. Exhale for five. Okay, how did you feel? You know, if you're driving, please don't do this. <laughs> if you're at a light, you can do this, but like, um, try it sometime. Try it sometime. Um, it works for me. Like when I do this type of breathing exercise, like my body will calm down. And I do it a few times, it'll be even more calm. And then like you have these like meditation tactics and strategies, they'll say count to 10 or take 10 deep breaths. That is, those activities are designed to calm down your body, okay? So, I mean, it's no secret, at least for me, how strong like my emotions and my anger and my impatience can control the way that my, not only my day goes, but then the way that my thoughts go, right? And, and like if I'm angry or impatient, I get insecure and I doubt and it just, like a spiral from there. So you know how that goes. So there's your meditation tool. I want you to try and implement it and try to practice it because it's so accessible that anybody can do it. Now the, the issue is that it's so accessible and so simple, but it's so hard to convince yourself to take the break to do it. But I promise you that if you do, it'll give you life and more energy, okay? Um, so. People like us are doing meditation for like five minutes, 10 minutes, and people that get really good at this are doing it for like an hour, two hours. Think about like, like the popular image of a monk sitting on top of a mountain and meditating for like two, three, four hours. That exists, you know? And their goal was to attain this like perfect mind, you know, like perfectly a perfectly clear, enlightened mind, you know? For a Christian, for a Catholic, your goal might be to perfectly align yourself with the mind and heart of God, right? Because when you perfectly align yourself with the mind and heart of God, my belief is that you have the most energy, your life becomes blazingly alive with purpose and power and freedom. Um, and that's what I want. Those are all things that I want in my creative work, in my ministry work, in my work. <laughs> right my work as a husband and father because like yeah i mean who wouldn't want that it's just that as i go through the days my vision and the things that i want get muddled and it, they get like uh burdened down by so many things you know a couple more things i want to talk about then i'll let you go at saint ed's my um the chair of my department in theology his name is chris merriman and i just thought he was like a brilliant mind. What I learned from him about meditation and Buddhism changed my life forever. He had this way of like describing things in such a simple way that they would just stick, you know? And he basically boiled it down to this. He said that the Buddhist tradition believes that mindlessness is suffering. So then common sense, what do I do to not suffer? And the answer is mindfulness. <laughs> So let me give you the best example that I've ever heard, which is what he gave. Think about the ways that we can be mindless. So number one, like the thing that should be coming to your mind right now is your cell phone, Instagram, social media, and the scrolling. Think about the ways in which that like at, like at night or at work or in the morning where 
you wake up and your your body and your heart is like it's those things are instantly seeking something more you know like are instantly seeking purpose right a relationship or connection but then we go on to Instagram and we scroll and scroll and scroll and compare and scroll and scroll and scroll that type of mindless scrolling will lead to more suffering that type of mindless scrolling the Buddhist tradition believes will lead to suffering and bruh like for me that is so true it is so true like when I catch myself scrolling and scrolling at night or scrolling and scrolling right when I wake up man like that is I don't know I'm just I I just wake up and I'm instantly put into this vibe this negative vibe that I don't know I would call that suffering you know it's definitely not me at my fullest and it's definitely not me at my best like I don't even know what I'm looking for you know what I mean I'm just seeking for a post or something to fill this like void right so there have been tons of people that have said instead of being instead of like checking Instagram that's even in like that Macklemore song can't hold us uh, return to the Mac get up uh, what it is what it does what it is what it isn't looking for a better way to get up out of bed instead of getting on the internet and checking on who hit me get up let's go return to the Mac get up what it is what it does what it is what it isn't looking for a better way to get up out of bed instead of getting on the internet and checking a new hit me get up first shot so there you got like popular songs commenting on this too like there are tons of self-help strategies that will tell you to be proactive instead of reactive like don't hop on your phone and then like just react to the like thousands of posts online that could trigger you but be proactive like wake up put your cell phone away and be proactive eat breakfast brush your teeth work out um, do a meditation and start off your day in a proactive way that can give you life instead of like steal life and drain your energy away from you that's example number one example number two again I don't really do this but I know it's something that people do but it's binge watching things on Netflix think about this have you ever had all day to yourself um, and then you spent the entire day on the couch watching Netflix like an entire day you binge watched an entire season and then like at the end of the day you're like man I just like I didn't do anything today but I just like feel so tired I didn't do anything today but I just feel like drained I don't have now I don't have that experience with Netflix but I have it with other things you know and that again is like a, I didn't create any intentional plans for myself I just mindlessly walked through the day and didn't get anything productive done so again the Buddhist tradition believes that mindlessness is suffering it's funny because like I could have an entire day packed full of work but if it's intentionally mindfully planned with things that give me life I won't feel tired on the contrary I'll feel a sense of purpose I feel alive so it's a weird thing because like on one sense on one hand we're like trying to rest and relax and recharge but like if we do it mindlessly <laughs> it'll actually like drain you even though you're not actually doing anything so like the way to rest and recharge is to find focused 
things that can return and restore your energy. And if you want to take it down to the very basic level, then that starts with breathing. <laughs> you know? So focus on your breath. You know, like, and that's, that's part of the beauty of meditation um, is that you focus on your breath. If you just focus on your breath, right? And it gets, it's like very, very basic. And it sounds so silly, but like, if you download some of these meditation apps, they'll tell you to focus on your breath and folk, like, like to the point of like silliness, you know what I mean? Let's say focus on your breath. And then when you feel, when you're focusing on your, when you breathe deeply, feel the breath like gliding over the roof of your mouth. And then like, and then into your uh, lungs. Feel it lifting and filling up your lungs. And then they'll say like, do a body scan. As you're breathing, do a body scan. And the wisdom behind that is that you're literally focusing, right? You're, you're, you're mindful of finally, like the feeling of the breath coming into your lungs. And when your mind is focused, I guess theoretically, you're not suffering. Another thing, like there are these meditation bells, you know, and one of the, like I saw a documentary where um, teachers are trying to teach preschoolers and kindergartners how to meditate. And one of the activities is to, they're gonna, they ring a bell and then they have the, the kindergartner listen to the noise carefully, right? To focus on the noise and then to raise their hand when they stop hearing the noise. Okay, so what's going on there? So again, the mind is mindful and focused on the noise. And since the mind isn't wandering or in this like, this like mindless state, like theoretically, the body is calm because it's focused on the noise. So for this meditation bell, the purpose is, is to focus your mind for it to be centered, right? So, I don't know. I'm just like babbling at this point, but like that changed my life. Hearing that the Buddhist tradition believes that mindlessness is suffering. And I'm sure it's more complex than that, but like even that has changed me. Because now I'm trying to be mindful of the smallest things. And now I know that my happiness and my, my peace lies in me being focused on the things that I have, right? And me being focused on the things that give me life and energy and, and, and all these things. So, man, I'm trying to pay attention to the things that distract me, the things that drain my energy, and the ways in which that I have these like weird tendencies to um, co always come back to the things that make my mind wander. I don't know what it is, but the only thing that I can think of is that like I just don't trust that any of these like meditation or like ways of prayer will take care of me and that's on me. Because like I have proof like time and time again. I have evidence after evidence, experience after experience that prayer and meditation will recenter me and help me get back to the thing that I want and help me get back to the best version of myself. 
And lastly, the difference between meditation and prayer for me is simply that meditation is about a focused mind and a focused heart. And then prayer is about authentic connection. You know? Um, authentic connection with the divine. And, you know, it's one thing for you to have a clear mind so that you can have life and energy. It's another thing to connect yourself to something bigger than you. Connect yourself to a purpose, connect yourself to all the people around uh, your community, the globe. It's another thing for you to connect yourself with the Spirit of God, which, depending on your tradition, has all kinds of implications for the way that you live your life. And depending on the way that you live your life, and like I'm sure like <clears throat> whatever value set you live by, like it's holding you to a high standard and there are things distracting you from that from living out that high standard, you know, but for me it's like I have these these Christian Catholic values that I want to live out. Meditation can center me, clear my head, get me focused and energized. And prayer is like the lifeline. It's the connection. It's where I get my values. It's my, it like provides me the direction. And also, again, provides me with life. And I guess most importantly, strength, right? I think about like, like what my faith, and what my religion, what God has done for me. And God has given me the strength the strength to do the things that I believe even when it's hard. So, I'll leave it at that. See you guys.